Is Sean McVay still a top five head coach? What's going to be his biggest challenge this year? And how much longer will he coach the Rams? That's coming up on Locked on Rams. You are Locked on Rams, your daily Los Angeles Rams podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Ramley? Welcome to another edition of Locked On Rams. Thank you for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcasts. We're also available over on YouTube, so check us out over there. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and most importantly, drop your Rams takes down below. You want all your Rams takes down below in the comments section. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. I've been covering LA sports for over a decade, the Lakers, the Dodgers, but now I'm covering the Rams for Locked On. And as always, I'm joined by the Rams pre-half and post-game show host for the Rams flagship radio network, ESPN 710 LA. He's entering his eighth season covering the team. You can follow him on Twitter at Travis Rogers, Mr. Travis Rogers. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on today to get started. Now, Travis, we have yeah. a list that was released last week that said that Sean McVay wasn't a top five NFL head coach. Are you ready to get into my man? I am. I, I think this, this is worthy of a discussion for sure. Yes, let's go. Okay, a lot of reasons he bias here, but former NFL player Ross Tucker on his website, 33rd team, he ranked the top 32 NFL head coaches, and Sean McVay comes in at seven. So, right. look, I always say you have three types of head coaches, the good, the bad, and the Adam Gase. Okay, <laughs> and first thing I want to say is all these coaches up here, you're splitting hairs. They're all great to different degrees, but just what's your just first thoughts on hearing that, hey, he's not in the top five? Yeah, I think it's wrong. Short, the, the short answer is it's wrong that if you lined all of these guys up and you did all 32 of these men are unemployed, all 32 jobs are open and you start picking, he's not lasting past five picks. I, I, I think that's the best way to look at it. If you're just taking guys off the board, he's probably not first, but he's probably not fifth either. He's somewhere in that two through four range. Uh, like you mentioned, DMAC, there's a lot of good coaches in this NFL. But if you were just picking guys, if there was a free agency coaching draft, Sean McVay's name gets called in the first two or three picks. Yeah, no, I was thinking about going that route, Travis, just looking at if you were having a draft, you could guarantee me that these guys would coach for the next 5, 10, 15 yep. years. How high would he go? And also, too, you know how much value you have when you look at your contract, if you look at the highest paid coaches today, you got Bill Belichick at 20 million. He's first Pete Carroll. He's second at 15 million. Sean McVay. He's third at 14 million. I still think Ted Lasso should be in the mix there, but <laughs> he currently isn't. But if you look at what he's getting, I mean, he definitely is valued as one of the best coaches in the league. Yeah. Well, because look, this, this is the biggest thing with Sean McVay is, is that it's not theoretical. It's it's real. Sean McVay was a guy that none of us had heard of took over a team that was bad, okay? Not just in, not in a good spot. They were bad. The, the Rams had been bad for a long time. The Rams had been bad since Dick Vermeil and Mike Martz were putting together the greatest show on turf, and they were a bad football team for the better part of 15 years, give or take. 
And then they come in, they come back to Los Angeles, Jeff Fisher. We all remember the uh, hard knocks and none of this, you know, seven and nine BS or whatever it is he said. And they went four and 12. They were a bad team. Sean McVay in one year turned that team from a bad team into a very good team. Year after that, took them to the Super Bowl. Two years after that, won the Super Bowl. And in his six years in this league, he's had one season where you could honestly say that was not a very good football team. The proof's in the pudding. Yeah, no, I think his track record speaks for himself, especially if you're a Rams fan. You've gone from Jeff Fisher to Sean McVay. I mean, with Sean McVay's photographic memory, he can remember plays from like 15 years ago. Jeff Fisher couldn't really remember who the backup running back was for the Patriots. So, yeah, I mean, you get that upgrade. But, yeah, the, it speaks for itself. I mean, 60 and 38, that's his record in the regular season. Four 10-plus win seasons, 7-3 and three in the postseason, 1-1 one and one in the Super Bowl. So you look at that amount of success, especially as early as, he's achieved it becoming the youngest coach ever to win the yeah. Super Bowl. You have to feel good about it, but really what grinds my gears, what pisses me off is look, I can see you can make the case for Andy Reid. I see sure. you can make the case for Bill Belichick, yep. even though he has had seven losing seasons in 10 years, one playoff win. He's not the same since he pushed out Brady too. It's kind of been the curse of Boston sports. Look at what happens to the Celtics and so, the Bruins. Something, <laughs> something going on in Boston. That's that, I don't know. Best record in the league out in the first round, lose to an eight seed. That's I'm enjoying every single second of it. Hey, we love it. Hey, Boston loses <laughs> LA wins. Right. So I'm okay with that. And then Mike Tomlin, of course, yep. Sean Payton to me is an interesting one because McVay, he has a three and one record versus Sean Payton, a win in the NFC championship game. But for me to say that Nick Sirianni and Kyle Shanahan are ahead of him. I just don't get that at all. I mean, you have to give Shanahan a lot of credit. He is the most consistent coach that I've ever seen when it comes to consistently blowing it in big games. Of course, <laughs> he was an offensive coordinator in the 28 to three collapse. I mean, you take McVay over, over Shanahan every day of the week and twice on Sunday. And that Sunday being the one where they beat them in the NFC championship game. Am I right, Trev? Yeah, no, you're right there. I'm glad you brought up Kyle. Shan I think Kyle Shanahan's a really good coach, but I think your points are good ones. I, I want to go back and whenever you do this, well, this guy over that guy, it always sounds like you're dumping on the other guy. And I'm not, I'm just bringing some facts to this thing. Sean Payton's been to one Super Bowl in a long time in this league. Okay. One. Mike Tomlin's been as good of a head coach in this league as there's been over the last 20 years. One. Okay, so Sean McVay has been here about half as long as Mike Tomlin, maybe even less than a half, and he's been to two, and he's been close other times along the way. So I'm not saying that Mike Tomlin isn't a great coach. He is. I'm not saying that Sean Payton isn't a great coach. He is. I'm just saying that what Sean McVay has done He's done in a short, he's done more in a shorter period of time than those guys. Belichick's on an island all by himself. Andy Reid is probably, you know, behind him. And you can throw Pete Carroll in there as well. But once you get past that, it's more your favorite flavor of ice cream. Nick Sirianni, give me a break. They've had one good season since he got the head coach. I'm not saying he's not a good coach, but show me again and then again and then again. And that's how you're a great coach. Anybody can have a good season, but it takes real greatness to put these things together season after season after season. And that's what McVay's done. Yeah, he's been consistently great. The one year he wasn't, he was decimated by injuries, yep. and it was more of a transition year. So, yeah, I think he was absolutely disrespected by this list. I think Sirianni, maybe if he wins the Super Bowl, maybe you could say, okay, he's, like you said, the flavor of the month. You get you get the recency bias there, and you try to make that case. But, hey, this is not just a head coach. This is a rock star head coach. I mean, he's a transcendent on just X's and O's and what he brings and the juice that he brings to your franchise. So I think you have to consider those intangible benefits as well. But 
Kyle Shanahan, I mean, this guy has done less with more in big games than pretty much any coach in the league, in my opinion. And that Niners roster, they've been stacked. And yes, you could kind of make the case that they've been able to do it with not great quarterbacks. And I think that would be kind of the case for Shanahan. But still, I look at the big games. I look at that NFC Championship game comeback, and I still have McVay over Shanahan. But coming up in our next segment, though, we're going to talk about what is going to be Sean McVay's biggest challenge heading into next season Mm. and later what does his future hold with the Rams? That's coming up next on Locked on Rams. All right, let's talk a little bit. Our pals at FanDuel make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA playoffs because right now new customers can get a no sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's a new number. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet does not win. Here's the great parts about FanDuel, right? Great promotions every single day. It is safe and secure. Just put that out on your phone and you are up and running in absolutely no time and my favorite part and probably going to be your favorite part everybody's favorite part we all love money right you get paid instantly so there is no better place to bet all the playoff action than america's number one sports book and if you had denver and miami in the finals a i don't believe you and b congratulations on having a little uh clairvoyance right there visit fanduel.com slash locked on and get a no sweat first bet up to two thousand five hundred dollars that's fanduel.com slash locked on fanduel the official sports betting partner of the NBA. And welcome back to Locked On Rams. Thank you for making Locked On Rams your first listen every single day, free and available wherever you get your podcast. Also, check us out over on YouTube. Hit that subscribe button, hit that notification bell, and let us know down below. Do you still believe that Sean McVay is a top five coach in this league? Let us know down below. Now, Trav, in the second segment, we're going to talk about what is going to be Sean McVay's biggest challenge this year because we know the deck isn't as stacked this season. They're not expected to win. 10, 15 games. They're not Super Bowl favorites or anything like that. But we also know that everything he dealt with towards the end of last season, there were rumors that he was strongly considering retired, that he might have been a little burnt out. We know that this is a guy that work-life balance isn't really what he does. But what do you think is his biggest challenge heading into this season, Trav? So I think one of the things that he's got to really kind of put his hands around and I think and and I, I'm very optimistic that he's going to be able to do this because he did it when he showed up to, to, to take over this organization a handful of years ago and that's continue to develop culture that when he came over um, a, a after Jeff Fisher's final season when he came over in just the Rams second season here in LA the Rams culture was basically non-existent. It really, that you, if you said to anybody, what are the Rams about? It's like, I don't know. They're pretty good on defense and Aaron Donald's pretty good. But beyond that, there was no identity. This team does have an identity right now. Their identity is dynamic, young, go for broke, no stone unturned, try things, be bold on offense that took the league a long time to catch up and just young, enthusiastic energy that Sean McVay has bought to this. The we, not me. The standard is the standard. Be at your best when your best is required. These are all the things that Sean McVay says over and over again. And it's elevated this franchise from one of the 32 teams to one of the 32 teams that everyone else is looking at. One of the 32 teams that are looking to go find their next head coach. One of the 32 teams that NFL free agents or trade partners are looking to do deals with. And that's because of Sean McVay. So if he can continue to drive that culture forward I, in, on a team that, like you said, DMAC, this is probably going to be a longer year. This is not, this is the first time since he's been here where coming into the season, it's, yeah, let's see. I don't know. And keeping that culture rolling, I think, is going to be a challenge for him. And I think he's up for it. 
Yeah, no, I think absolutely. I think you look at the culture, you look at what he's instilled. We talked about Jeff Fisher, and he's a guy, I'm not effing going 7-9 or 8-8 eight and eight and those kind of things and those kind of quotes. Well, you don't see that with Sean McVay. It's about the account- accountability. It's about putting in that work. And I think he's going to do just that, and I think he realizes that he has – these guys, they're basically like clay and he can mold them. A lot of rookies, a lot of young players. And also he has the benefit of having superstars that can help them lead the way too. I think really his biggest challenge though, too, is just accepting that, hey, this is the process of reinventing yourselves. All these great coaches, the ones we mentioned earlier, the Tomlins, the Belichicks, the Reeds. I mean, you have to reinvent yourself. And look, I think yes, accept the fact too. Hey, let's not forget, you are a Super Bowl winning head coach. I mean, look, Sirianni, Shanahan, what do they not have? They don't have a Lombardi trophy. So they have more pressure on them. I think he needs to go into this year thinking, hey, you don't have that Super Bowl pressure. You can just enjoy this process of getting back to where you were. And really, I think hopefully this re-energizes and reinvigorates him. Yeah, I think that's a big part of it too, DMAC. Like you're talking about that reinvigoration, that that desire to continue to do this. Because, look, I, I you know, you and I were not doing the, the pod together at the time. But at the end of the season, I thought he was gone for sure. You would have had my car, my house, and everything else. I, I thought he was going to take some time away from this. Now, maybe he could, would have come back to the Rams. Maybe it would have been a season, like a little sabbatical situation or whatever. But it looking at his face, being having been around him a decent amount of time and, and knowing his energy, it just did not feel like that anymore. I think that he did come to a spot. I think that he comes to an understanding that, okay, this is Sean McVay 2.0 that we're starting this season, starting over, not just kind of taking what was there and retooling it, but really kind of building it from the ground up. I think his energy, his enthusiasm will be high. It's just the sort of guy he is. But I, I think you're right, just that vigor for the job, because Sean McVay is not he, hes not going to Jeff Fisher it where he doesn't know the name of the other players on the other teams. He's not about that, and that takes a great amount of time, energy, and commitment. And he's still a young man. I think he's got it in him, but that he got as close to as he did of maybe taking some time away for it, I think is always going to be in the back of some Rams fans' minds thinking, okay, is this the year that he needs to take a break? Hopefully it's no time soon. But until until we go a couple of seasons without that being the story, I always worry about it. Yeah, no, and I remember listening to your show at the time, and I was like, oh, man, it's gone. It's over. I thought that McVay was done, especially after he referred to last season as a personal failure and just how down he was. But I also thought to myself, there's no way this guy's going out like that. There's no way a guy that's going to go out on a losing note. He has such a competitive fire and a standard that he set for himself that I expect him to make another run. But also, too, I think the other big challenge for him is kind of just getting back to – his roots offensively and reestablishing that run. I think you've seen this Rams offense ever since Stafford has been in the fold. We saw in 2021, they were the best offense in the league. They were up there with the most productive offenses in any category, but the style was a little different. You saw them move back to that heavy drop back. You yep. didn't see as much play action. You saw a heavy, just spread them out passing game. And that's a good way to attack with Stafford. But I think in 2022, you didn't see them mix things up as much. You didn't see some of those concepts that we saw when he first arrived and some of the ones that were so effective early in his career. So I want to see a foolproof running game. I want to see increased usage of the tight end, the passing game. And I think he's really kind of reconsider the connection between the passing game and the running game. And I think that could be a challenge for him as well. You, you bring up a great point. And, and we still have his look. The Rams have been good. They've gone to two Super Bowls. They've won one. They've won the division three times in six. They're, they're a good football team. There's no question about it. And they've had a great deal of success. What we still haven't seen is all of these pieces firing at the same time. 
And that's kind of life, right? Like it, it, they just rarely is everything going great. We've seen them when they have super high level quarterback play. They won the Super Bowl. We've seen them when they had a dynamic playmaker in Todd Gurley. They went to the Super Bowl. We've seen them have a lights out defense at different points in this uh, of Sean McVay's career, Aaron Donald, Von Miller, and some other guys along the way. But what we haven't seen is all three of those things together at the same time. And I think that's part of the reason they get Sean McVay excited is the, the prospect of all three at the same time, what does that look like? Yeah, no, absolutely. Just kind of get that synergy, right, and find a way to have that balance. And I think, too, he's going to realize, too, that one of his biggest challenges, he has to take something off his plate. He has to learn to just delegate delegate a little more. And He's the guy that kind of burns the candle on both ends, and that's just kind of who he is. I know you've been around this team. I mean, when you see that fire in person and what Sean McVay brings, do you think that is something that he could learn to do is trust a little more and try to get these innovators around him and just kind of delegate so you don't have that burnout do you think that's something that's possible i think i worry about that i i I think you're on to something there that what makes him him is probably the thing that's going to make it difficult for him to do what you just described that this is somebody who is smarter than the rest of the guys this is somebody who sees it a little bit differently than the rest of the guys this is somebody who knows not thinks knows that his hands on it are the best possible option that you can delegate to a point. But when you've had the kind of success that he has and giving it to someone else, I I know how to do it better than you. And it's not ego. It's not arrogance. It's just the fact of the matter. And to let go of that, I think is a great challenge. Yeah, no, absolutely. As you told me in some of the other shows, I mean, Jeff Fisher, he didn't want to surround himself with some of the better right. talent, whereas McVeigh, he's open to that. He's humble. He gives everyone the credit around him. But yeah, I just want to see the Rams identity in 2023. I want to see a little more of a work-life balance, and I want to see more of a pass-run balance with Sean McVeigh. I want to see some more play-action passes, fix the O-line, establish yep. the run game, maybe find a third receiver better. So yeah, I'm definitely excited about his future. And the fact that he is back, it lets me know that, hey, he's ready to roll in the future but coming up here in our last segment what does the future hold for sean McVay? how much longer can we expect him to be the head coach for your los angeles rams that's coming up next on locked on rams and welcome back to locked on rams thank you for making locked on rams your first listen every single day free and available wherever you get your podcast now travis kind of the million dollar question moving forward is how much longer can we expect sean McVay to be the head coach for the los angeles rams and if you look at his future we know there's really nothing this guy hasn't accomplished early on in his career. He's basically already beaten the video game. He's just playing it on story mode at this point. But when you look at his future, what do you kind of envision for Sean McVay and this Rams organization? Well, I think it's a really important question, and I think it's a very hard one to answer, DMAC, because, look, this is the NFL, which, they, you know, the, I'll take this terrible cliche, which stands for not for long, right, which means that, They've already gotten the over when it comes to doing what they're doing. They've already had a head coach that's much longer than you're typically going to have. The Carrolls, the Reeds, the Belichicks, the Tomlins, those are the exceptions to the rule. That's four guys out of a league of 32 teams. If you get a guy that can stay beyond four or five years, you've had a hell of a run. Well, he's going into year seven. We know the money that's out there for TV. You've mentioned it a few times, and I think it's spot on. That work-life balancing, you can only burn that hot for a certain period of time. I'll go back, think Dick Vermeil, right? Dick Vermeil had this meteoric rise to success uh, from UCLA to the Philadelphia Eagles that go to – and then he just poof, gone. 
Then he went and did TV for 20 plus years and then finally came back to coaching uh, towards the end there where he went back to St. Louis and then ultimately Kansas City. I would not be surprised if there's a similar career trajectory for Sean McVay. I think with the Rams, you try to squeeze, you try to give him everything he needs in the short period of time to get him what he wants to do to stay. But I do think that there's an expiration date with Sean McVay. That could be in a year, two years, five years. But to think that, okay, just because he's a 30-something-year-old man, you got him for another 20 years, that's just not the case. Yeah, I think you have to be realistic. I think you have to take it year by year with McVay. And I think you really have to see what drives him. I think when you were talking about towards the end of last season, he was courted by TV and he was courted by different gigs around there. I mean, look, I mean, if he calls it quits, maybe we could look at it as a third host here on Locked On Rams. We'd love to have Sean McVay here. He could be a guy. I mean, I don't think we could could offer. I mean, we could. We hey man, he's going to kill on those FanDuel and Build Bar <laughs> ad reads. But yeah, no, I mean, I think we look at Sean McVay, though, and I think the big key for him is, look, I mean, there's really nothing this guy hasn't accomplished. But I also think, too, I think he's just a football junkie. I think at the end of the day, he's a football junkie that lives and breathes NFL football. And yes, I think you brought up a fantastic point that it is rare to have these iconic coaches, the Tomlins, the Reeves, the Belichicks. These guys are basically judges where they don't have to get fired. They can keep their spot for as long as they live. But on the same token, too, I think McVay is pretty much close to being that and I think the other question too is does he see the LA Rams as the pinnacle for his NFL head coaching would he see another franchise out there as something that would drive him and motivate him a Cowboys or a Packers or something like that in my opinion I think he loves the situation with the Los Angeles Rams I think he trusts this organization to be competitive and put pieces around him and go after Super Bowls but do you think that there's any other team out there that would drive him at any point to continue his coaching career and yeah. anywhere else it's interesting because I think the one that kind of jumps off the page at you are the Dallas Cowboys because they're the Dallas Cowboys, right? They're they're the biggest kid in the room and they're the one that gets all the attention. But I don't think that Jerry Jones, as long as he's a part of the Dallas Cowboys, would ever let somebody that would come in that would take the shine off of him, right? And, and Sean McVay would certainly do that. I think that Stan Kroenke has built an environment where there are not a lot of other places for him to go, that you have uh, at your disposal Money, right? And not just money for you, but money for your staff, money for the, the the stadium, money for players. If you need something, I will get it for you. You're in an environment, a literal environment in Los Angeles, where if he does have aspirations that involve television or anything else, and, and I'm not just saying that to go sit on a booth and, and call games or a set, but whatever it is he wants to do, that's all done right here. The NFL Network is all done right here. So the things that would most likely appeal to him because I, I agree with you, Doug. He's a football guy, right? That I, He may not be a head coach for the next 30 years, but he's going to do something in football for the rest of his life. And most of that stuff can be done right here. Uh, I think they've done the best possible job they can in making it as appealing as they can here. But, you know, all it takes is, you know, I wonder what it's like over there one time, and now you're looking for a new head coach. I do think that that is a very, very – future concern i don't think it's something you're dealing with in the next couple of years because he does need to prove i can do it again right that i don't want to say everybody a lot of guys have success win a super bowl and then it kind of goes like the guys that could win more than one you're in a totally different category that is that is an echelon that there are not very many guys of and i think that he wants to be one of those guys 
Yeah, no, I agree 100%. I think in my bones, too, I think he views his Rams franchise as his baby, right? He's a guy who comes in here yeah. in L.A. They really hadn't reestablished anything. He leads them to two Super Bowls, winning one Super Bowl, and I think he kind of feels that way. There's always those comparisons out there to John Madden, and I don't think we're going to see a video game called McVay or anything like that, but I do think it's really interesting. I mean, too complicated. <laughs> the, the McVay video game would be impossible. You'd have to be a rocket scientist. Yeah. I'd be like on all McVeigh mode from the very beginning. It'd be like way too challenging. I agree with that, but I do think he's in it for the long haul. And I don't think he's going to leave the Rams at any time soon. I think he wants to make another run at it and then we'll take it from there. But I think you make the best point. I mean, everyone says, Oh, the Cowboys one day, he would not want to go and have to argue with Jerry Jones about personnel issues. And also you look at the Cronky, you look at this Rams organization. They understand the competition in this city and they're going to provide him all the resources, all the ingredients to go out there and win more Super Bowls. And I think that he can become another iconic figure in this town. And he truly is a rock star. So I agree with you. I think that he's going to be here for quite some time. Only way I think he leaves is if the burnout becomes too extreme. Maybe you see, like, like you mentioned too, the NFL, you're hired to get fired, right? They'll never get fired because of the mutual respect, but I still believe that he has some more Super Bowls in him. But that's going to do it for this episode of Locked On Rams. And let us know down below in the comment section, do you think that Sean McVay is a top five coach in this league? Me, I think he's top two, not two, in the words of Drake. But let me know down below. My name is Doug McCain. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at DMAC underscore LA. And that man to your right is Mr. Travis Rogers. You can follow him on Twitter at Travis Rogers. And until next time, whose house? It's Locked on Rams house.